Welcome, listener. Light a candle, don your headphones, and close the shades. The night is still young, and the darkness lies ahead. The story that awaits you is a game of chance, part scripted, part improvised. Players are guided by a narrator through an original story that they are experiencing for the very first time. The outcomes are determined by a roll of the dice, and luck decides just how strong, cunning, or perceptive they turn out to be. So brace yourself, listener, for fate rests on a razor's edge. Without further ado, Friends of the Bone Chariot presents Comb Sally High, Class of 89, Chapter 1. Combs Valley High, class of 1989, and welcome to your 30-year high school class reunion at the lovely Watercrest Banquet Hall. I'm Slim Rick, and I'll be your DJ for the evening. How is everyone doing tonight? The reunion committee has asked me to make a few announcements before we start. This is a no-smoking venue, so you can smoke outside, but make sure to bring a raincoat because it is cats and dogs out there. Dinner starts promptly at 8 p.m., followed by a superlative award ceremony hosted by yours truly. And then, a speech by Rachel West, your class president. Oh, and make sure to check in with Melanie Bellany over there at the welcome desk to get your name tag. All right, alumni, grab a drink and strap in, because it is time for a trip down memory lane. Hello and welcome. Wait, don't tell me. Drufus McLeary, right? Oh my god, Melanie Bellany. It's great to see you, yeah. I'm okay. You know, actually, if I'm being honest, I'm, uh, it's not been the easiest time for old Drufus. I, uh, I actually spent some time in the Slammer. Yeah, after I graduated Princeton, I moved to New York. I got a job in finance. And then I definitely evaded my taxes. I, I ended up spending some time in the Copperfield County Jail. But you know what? It was it, I'm doing better now. Uh, I learned a card trick while I was in uh, Copperfield. It inspired me, and now I'm a magician for hire. And, you know, I've kind of made it my personal mission to uh, just bring smiles to the faces of uh, children, adults, um, birthday celebrants, uh, the... Um, uh, the recently bereaved. I I, act, uh, I also do funerals. So uh, yeah. Oh, oh that yeah. That's my that's my uh, monkey sidekick, Couscous. Yeah, he he comes with me everywhere. He wears a he he wears that fez. He likes it. Yeah, he's great. Well, it should be fun to see some tricks tonight. Actually, I don't call them tricks anymore. I prefer little marvels. Oh well, I apologize. No, no, no I understand. I understand. Just you know, little marvel. Very fun, regardless. Oh, hello, Bradford. I hear you made quite a name for yourself there, Mr. Schneed. Um, my name is Forge now. It's not Bradford Schneed anymore. 
You may not have heard, but I'm a yogic sex therapist now, and I run a very, very exclusive yoga studio. Neat. Well, I love your jewelry. This is not jewelry. This necklace is a sacred gift from Stevie Nicks. Oh, wow. Stevie Nicks gave you that? She said it will protect me in a time of need. Forge, uh, I don't know if you remember me. I'm Penelope Hubba Hubba of Hubba Hubba Cosmetics. I'm sure you've heard of us. We're all over the teen magazines. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I've been following your career. uh, Oh, thank you. I think we run uh, in some of the same circles. Uh, I've been looking forward to seeing you here. Forge, I too am excited to meet you. You know, I read your works while I was at Copperfield. And uh, I got to say, I got a lot of associates or uh, former cellmates of mine. Uh, You've got a lot of fans there. Yeah, I, I, I remember my agent saying I should speak there, but um, I was a little nervous about visiting a prison. Forge, honestly, after people read your book, the vibe of that place totally changed. I think it would mean a lot to the uh, prisoners. Well, actually, when I was there, we decided after reading your book, it sounded nicer to refer to ourselves as guests. So a lot of the guests there, I'm sure, would be really excited for you to, to go visit. I'm sorry, who are you? You... You, you don't remember you, you don't remember me I'm uh, I'm I mean no 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 it's cool no 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 it's no it's okay it's cool no I no it's all right I no I barely remember you too either or whatever <gasps> I thought that was you Penelope Rita you look great it's good to see you all thank you so are you still you know married me and Jerry, you know Jerry. Mm-hmm. We're actually going to be celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary. Uh, wow. 30. Wow. Yeah. Did you guys get married right out of school? As soon as we could. Yep. Still right here in town. Wow. Uh, any kids? Three darling children. And I'm actually a grandma. <laughs> Jerry Jr. had a son to Jerry Roland Third. We're so blessed. So blessed. Truly blessed. Mm. Thank Jesus. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. You you don't, you really don't remember me? We had like all of junior and senior year together. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What, what's your name? My name? <laughs> My name is Drufus the Marvelous. And when I snap, a little puff of smoke pops. And as it starts to clear, green confetti spells out the word marvelous. And uh, I look super cool. <laughs> I am I'm enthralled. I am coughing and not liking the fact that it's in my face. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what what's your appearance rating? <laughs> my appearance rating is like a 45. Okay, well just so you know, mine's at like a 60, which for my age is pretty great. Hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, pretty intimidated right now. Penelope, do you remember me from high school? Well, I found out from reading the New York Mag expose or profile on you that we went to the same high school. But no, I don't remember. I don't think we had any classes together. Okay, thank God. I'm so excited to meet you because, Forge, I've been trying to get into one of your classes. Like, it's such a great opportunity for me to meet you here because I really, I want to be one of your students. 
I, it's just such an opportunity for me that you're here because I, I heard that Madonna was in one of your classes yeah, and yeah. I would love to be in the working group with her and you know I think we just have so much in common so like if you want to have your people talk to my people I'll have my people call your people I mean yeah I can like contact my people and like see if there's any way to like fit you in but you just have to realize that it's like it's like really exclusive and there's like you know it's like there's only so far that I can pull strings and stuff oh oh I mean of course but you you know that I'm kind of a big deal I mean like I have a penthouse apartment I mean Penelope to be fair have you read any of Forge's writings yeah uh, they've been explained to me by my people my assistant it's about no touch sexual activity I, I have I have read your book I do own a copy of your book you know, I, I have to say that uh, swimming on land really shaped the vibe of the Copperfield County Jail. As a matter of fact, it's the only book that they duck on the shelves in Copperfield. Well, other than, of course, the autobiography of David Copperfield. So you're saying that the entire library of the prison is just David Copperfield's autobiography and... And swimming on land by, by Forge, yes, yes. When I was in prison, I had to join a gang, of course. The, the gang I ended up joining was, uh, it's called Looney Goons. And um, I actually have a giant tattoo of an angry Taz and Tweety on my back. You know, it kind of became our mantra, you know, mindfulness, not grindfulness. Uh, because, you know, we, we really just try to abstain um, courtesy, of, uh, courtesy of the writings of Forge. I remember you now, Bradford, right? Yes. Didn't you get tied to the flagpole? Was that you? That was you? Yes, it was a fun prank that I was a part of for senior week. Oh, wow. Uh, Bradford Sneed. Oops, sorry, Sting's messaging me, so I have to just take this. I'll be right back. Hey, buddy, what's up? Rita, what's your favorite high school memory? I remember when, after we won, remember that big game against... uh, Fern uh, Gully <laughs> against Fern Gully, yeah. Oh yeah, the big game against Fern Gully, yeah. Jerry, oh, I've never seen Jerry so happy. He stayed in his costume for I would say about a week after that. Wow. Must have smelled great. He was, and he's still a mascot. You you said he's still a mascot. Are you saying he's the mascot, or has he changed to a different mascot? Well, he's got you know out is a. His man cave. He's got a bunch of different, you know, mascot uniforms. Classic man cave. <laughs> That's classic Jer Bear right there. He goes to like these mascot retreats. He loves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just stay in Twisted Phoenix for at least 30 minutes. And that should sort it out. Okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry for that interruption. Sting just got confused. Or how did you meet Sting? Did he find you? He found or? me. I had uh, opened a yoga studio after. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know this, but I was head of the computer club in high school. And then in college, I actually had a I burnt out and I had a mental breakdown. So I attended a lot of Bikram classes. And then I thought to myself, why don't I open my own yoga studio? And then I just got lucky where Sting needed to do emergency yoga and he used my studio. And next thing you know, I built an empire. Sounds like you almost have him wrapped around your finger. You could say that. It's a Sting in the Police song. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Drufus. <laughs> but now he has become my king of pain. <laughs> uh, yeah, I imagine that he just can't stand losing you. you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Class of 1989, the reunion committee is asking me to make just another quick announcement. Anyone 
with dietary restrictions is asked to please ignore them for the evening and consume as much meat as possible. Hello there, listeners. Ooh, are you dying to feel the sweet touch of 100% cotton on your skin? That sounds good. Uh, Well, shut up and listen, because we've got a contest for you. The first 13 reviews on Apple Podcasts will be entered into our free t-shirt contest, and the winner of our t-shirt contest will be announced in our next release. But friends, where can I let the world know just how pretty good your stories are? Oh, you fool. There are so many places, but the only one that matters is Apple Podcasts. Back to the show. Penelope, what have you been up to? I mean, it's obviously been up to like a lot, but you know, I mean, I, uh, you know, just interested in catching up and seeing how you know, how things have been, how things are going, you know. Oh yeah, um, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's hard trying to claw your way to the top of the beauty industry in the '90s. Uh, a lot of pantsuits, a lot of big hair, a lot of backstabbing and lip liner. Sounds like the stock trading floor. Exactly. So you probably have noticed that there's a, a man following me around with a camera because he's uh, there's a documentary being made about me because of all the work I've done for a community of girl bosses because, as you know, that I am the founder and CEO of Hubba Hubba Cosmetics. Oh, that's so cool. I pull a bunch of lipstick tubes out of my pantsuit and bra and uh, rain them down on Rita. They just hit us in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my documentary filmmaker. I uh, don't remember his name right now. Hello. <laughs> Are you looking for any uh, magic in the documentary, perchance? Um, maybe. Thank you for asking, but uh, maybe not. Sorry, I, I think you have something in your ear, and then I reach behind her ear and pull out a novelty giant quarter, and then I look at the camera and wink, and I give it a big smile. And then I like my eyes kind of dart back to you, Penelope, and I'm like... I dramatically look at the camera, take the coin, smile at the camera, and as the camera stops filming, I immediately throw it away. No, that's expensive. (laughs) I unironically love the trick. Aha. There's nothing wrong with a little magic at the party. Confetti just falls out of my sleeves. My eyes are just huge. I'm just clapping. I'm so happy. (laughs) Melanie Bellany walks up holding a blank sheet of name tags. Hello, everybody. I just wanted to come around and make sure anyone who didn't get a name tag has one. Uh, Forge, I can see that you don't have a name tag. I can't wear a name tag for religious reasons. I made my own religion, Forgerism, and it's based loosely off of whatever I've read about other religions. And by putting my name tag on me, it, it takes my identity away. Oh, not to worry, honey. And she puts her hand on your shoulder. Don't, don't touch me. Hey, don't touch him. Don't touch him. Melanie turns and sees Penelope. Oh, my God, Penelope. It's Melanie. Do you remember me? Of course. The camera is now pointing at me, and because it's pointing at me, I've now become way too nice. <laughs> Melanie, Melanie, it's so nice to see you. Melanie goes in and gives you a big hug. I'm screaming and jumping, and then the camera turns away, and I push Melanie away. Oh, Penelope, here's a name tag for you, just, you know, in case uh, anyone else doesn't remember you. I can't imagine how somebody wouldn't remember you, though. Between you and me, this suit is a Versace. Versace? So, yeah, Versace. So, yeah, I won't be wearing that. But I will happily hold it. 
I say to the camera. Melanie turns to the camera and looks right in the lens. He goes, oh, and you, would you like a name tag? I didn't get your name. (laughs) Yeah, he... I put my finger over his mouth and say he prefers if his name isn't revealed right now because he's a very famous documentary filmmaker. Um, Melanie, do you know if you guys got my um, food requests? I'm only having right now uh, coconut oil, vitamin C supplements, and some kale. I gesture for my documentarian to come close and I say to him pointedly, no meat for me, I'm a vegetarian. I sent you guys an email. I have to be cortisol shocking my body for this week. Okay. Uh, as far as my responsibilities on the committee, um, I'm just in charge of registration. Frank and Christine are in charge of all the food and the catering. Okay. Well, I need to talk to them because I need to make sure that there is no meat in my food. Well, they would be right over there at the bar. I grab Forge like really aggressively on his arm and say, let's go, Forge. Just touching, touching. (laughs) I don't notice that Forge is recoiling to my touch. I I shoot a glance to Rita and I'm just like, shoot it right back at you, buddy. Frank Hart sits alone at the bar, an unlit cigarette hanging from his mouth. His suit is wrinkled and disheveled. He runs a hand through a head of thinning hair and knocks back an entire glass of whiskey. Do you think he still slings green? In marijuana? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know anything about marijuana. I think I'd like to go maybe um, catch up with Frank. Just say hi. Oh, me too. Bump into him and be like, oh, Frank, Frank, is that you? Frank looks back at you through bloodshot eyes. He scratches at his five o'clock shadow. Drufus, how you been, man? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Hey, hey, I have a quick question for you. Sorry, I wish I had more time to spend catching up. I imagine it's going to be a long night. You wouldn't happen to be holding, would you? And then I wink. Drufus winks a lot in his act. He's found that it makes people feel more comfortable when he winks. No, man, I'm, I'm sober now. Oh. Frank raises a hand at the bartender for another drink. Well, I was, but... It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. He fingers a necklace just beneath his collar. As Frank talks, he looks through you more so than at you. It seems like it's been a long 30 years. <laughs> yeah, it all leads to tonight. Uh, I suppose. What is, um, have you been looking forward to the, to our reunion tonight? Yeah, um, something like that. The, the Cheers, man. Cheers, I Hey, um, I, I like look back to the gang and I'm like, hey guys, I don't think Frank sells weed anymore. Well, did you ask him nicely enough? Penelope, you go. He, I, I think he'll like you more. Well, yeah, I know he will because he's liked me before under the bleachers, if you know what I mean. Oh my God, even Frank? Nope, never mind. Never mind. I sidle up and uh, unbutton one of my blouse buttons and say, hey, Frank, uh, remember me? Of course. Frank lights up the cigarette that's been hanging in his mouth. A tall, slender woman, dressed all in black, walks up to Frank and scolds him. You're not supposed to be smoking indoors. Oh, hello, Penelope. Oh, yeah. Hey, Christine. Oh, my God, Christine. Do you have my stevia nutmeg packets? I'm feeling a bit wan right now. You're what now? I'm only eating coconut oil, vitamin C, and some kale, 
I believe that one of my assistants sent over a recipe for stevia nutmeg packets. Um, I'll just have what he's having. Christine slides her fingers around a silver necklace around her neck and raises her other hand to flag down a waiter. They talk briefly, and she turns to you and says, Our non-meat items are carrot, hummus, and cucumber. <laughs> Sorry, I have to take this. What's up, buddy? Is that Sting again? Be Stevie Nicks, you never know. We'll take the cucumbers. Great. Uh, Yeek, will you please bring them whatever vegetable thing we have? And Christine turns and walks away. Rita, can I sidebar with you a sec? Because, like, what is going on with Christine? Like, and is that is his name Yeek? Do you know Yeek? Like, what is going on with these people? Uh, I think Christine just never got out of her goth phase. You know, good for her. I don't know Yeek. I've never seen this person. You know, Christine's always been a little salty. <laughs> yeah, you can say that again. I mean, looking fucking amazing, but yeah. I've never seen her at the YMCA, so I don't know. Okay. Well, this reunion is just getting started, folks. And something tells me it's gonna be a weird one. So stick around, because you know I'll be here. Until the bitter end. That's all for this evening, I guess. It's not very scary yet, is it? Well, another installment of Combs Valley High Class of 89 awaits you. And if you're still there, the friends have asked me to read this to you. Please subscribe to the Friends of the Bone Chariot on iTunes, Spotify, or where you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed this show, leave us a review, wherever you humans read reviews. Find them on Twitter and Instagram at Bone Chariot and on BoneChariot.com. Do not go to www.BoneChariot.com because they couldn't figure out how to make it work. You can reach them at friendsofthebonechariot at gmail.com. Friends of the Bone Chariot are Andy Diaz, Francis Lee, Justine Sweetman, Joshua Storms, Sam Reese. Combs Valley High Class of 89 was created, edited, and mixed by Joshua Storms. Music by Andy Diaz. Theme song by Joshua Storms. Cover art by Sam Reese. Guys, I gotta say, not bad.